I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. How would you like to look 5 years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Welcome to the Market Maker Podcast, hosted by me, Anthony Chung, where every Friday I talk to a member of the team about what happened in markets this week. From macro themes and single stock news to cryptocurrencies and careers in finance, our aim is simple, to make finance interesting and easy to understand for everyone. So let's get to it. Hello and welcome to episode 79 of the Market Maker podcast. And Piers Curran, my normal colleague who would do the show with me is off the desk and so I thought I would just do a breaking news episode keeping it short and focused on what arguably is the main important event of this week and it's literally just happened in the last 15 minutes and that is the chairman of the Federal Reserve the US Central Bank Jerome Powell has just delivered his Jackson Hole symposium speech if you're wondering what Jackson Hole is, just a quick 101. Essentially, the US Central Bank has eight interest rate meetings where they set major policy uh, eight times a year. However, outside of that, the Jackson Hole Symposium is an annual platform um, that central bankers have. So typically, you have all of the members of the US Central Bank, but you also get people from the Bank of Japan, the Bank of England, and so forth. And they all come together and gather for a symposium where they give their views about current economic conditions, and then perhaps lay some hints, i.e. forward guidance on future policy. So there's been a lot of concentration from market participants awaiting the speech this Friday. Um, historically, that can absorb quite a lot of the, the just general activity of the week because not many people really want to step 
into the market and, and reinitiate new positions or change too much ahead of such a large risk event. But the events just come out. Markets are still chewing over it. So depending on when you actually listen to this episode, uh, the overall end of day market reaction might be a little bit different. But let me talk you through exactly what has been said, because it's a major talking point. And I literally have just replied to someone on LinkedIn from the Amplify alumni. And he said he has an interview at point 72 in two and a half hours time. And and Jerome Powell is going to be one of the key things of which I'm sure that they're going to ask him about for his commercial awareness. So for that point, let's talk about what's just been said. And so the way that the information comes out, so if you've never really watched um, intraday daily markets, is that this is a predefined speech. So it's at a set time. In this case, it came out at 3 p.m. Um, London time. So at 3 p.m., he will begin delivering his speech live if you were to watch it on, on TV or financial news networks. But if you have a professional news terminal service, so like a Bloomberg, for example, then his speech would have been embargoed legally. And all that means is that these accredited news agencies, they have seen his speech already ahead of time, typically half an hour. And it's in what's called a lockup, where all the journalists go in, they're literally given his speech, they're able to go through it and pick out the top 10 kind of main takeaway points. And then when we get to the legally, legally embargoed times, so in this case, 3pm, they drop all of those 10 major comments. So instead of kind of looking at Jerome Powell speaking, no one really cares about that when you're actually uh, an active market participant because you've already seen all the key comments come out and typically someone like Bloomberg will highlight with a red kind of sticky uh, text headline what the major important thing is. So in this case really I, I can kind of distill down a very long speech into some critical takeaway points that really summarize what's been said here and first one is that Jerome Powell said September rate action will depend on the totality of incoming data. And that really sums up the, the status quo. Uh, and it's something we've been talking about all week with some of the, the interns we've had who are with us at the moment. And that's the idea of, I guess, when you're not used to looking at markets, you kind of think that, you know, is Jerome Powell going to go for 70, uh, kind of hint towards a 70 basis point rate hike come the end of September? Or is he going to go for 50? What could he say? And this is exactly what we were expecting was the idea that really we are too far away from that meeting. It's not until the 21st of September. So that's like 26 days away from today that I'm recording this. And in between that period, you're going to get, as you always do at the beginning of a month, you get the latest US major labor report, non-farm payrolls. And then I think it's around the 13th, you get the US CPI report, which is obviously a very weighted component of central bank decision-making given the overarching focus on inflation at the moment. And so what he's saying is, is look, we got to wait for the data. So actually, you know, if you were thinking of this from a longer time horizon, if I was not, let's say, a day trader or a market maker or a sales trader in the short term, if I was a portfolio manager, I'm thinking, look, I don't really want to alter anything right now. I've really got to see for clarity to emerge from those data points to come in to really have a much better insight then as to what likely is to happen in September. We're too far out to really speculate. The other things that were said that were, were important was restoring price stability will likely require maintaining a restrictive policy stance for some time. Powell added that lower July inflation print 
you remember the one we had just a few weeks ago, surprise to the downside, which was a welcome relief at the time. So Powell added the lower July inflation print was welcome, but not enough to change the Fed's view. And that's very important because central bankers typically are not reacting to one-time data prints, whether negative or positive. If they're trying to determine policy over typically what is a two-year medium-term time horizon, they want to be making judgments on the data providing them with some degree of a trend and direction of where that kind of economic data set is heading, not reacting to one-time anomalies in that sense. So if inflation has peaked in the US, we need to see that in the upcoming CPI report that we'll get in about two and a half, three weeks time, uh, as I said earlier. Then the final comment um, he said, which was interesting, was that history cautions against premature loosening of policy. So actually, um, we've had a bit of two-way price action in the initial five minutes, and then we were exactly scratch of where we, where we were. And a lot of that rationale is based on the notion that what's been said here is kind of little guidance, but consistent with what Fed uh, officials have been saying. It doesn't rock the boat. It's not definitive, about 50-75, and it's exactly then as we would have thought. And so a little bit of volatility, and it's kind of flattened out. We have in the, in the subsequent five minutes, so now 15 minutes or so after the announcement, seen a little bit of downside weight coming into the equity space uh, and a little bit of strength in the US dollar. And you know, if you piece together the overall step back and look at what's being said here is we're not talking about hiking or stopping hiking rates here. We're talking about hiking rates in a very aggressive fashion, like the the double 75 that they've done, do we get a triple uh, in that sense? Or do we slow slightly the pace, but we're still tightening at a fairly aggressive margin? And the idea then putting together that restoring price stability will likely require maintaining restrictive policy and that history cautions against premature loosening, you, know, you could argue still means that the, the Fed are in inflation mindset, which is tightening policy at this point. And that, of course, is more leaning on being an equity negative, i.e. Uh, further pressure on things like tech stocks and so forth, the further removal of the accommodative policy that you know, underpin the, the rise that we've had of equities of, of late. So, yeah, hopefully that explains very shorthand exactly what's happened from the Fed. Um, I think once we have the weekend to sleep on this, really the market acclimatizes to the fact that, look, we've got to wait for incoming information. Um, but... <laughs> You know, that's the difference between what markets look at and trade in the short term to ultimately uh, real key decision making on the real path of the, the economic direction coming from uh, emanating from Fed policy. So it's a difference between a trade opportunity against real fundamental view, if you like, of which the latter we're going to have to wait for. So that is it. Nice, short and sweet episode this time round. So I'm not going to go through the entire week. Um, if you don't already do so, you can stay, of course, on top of all of the market news and insights and uh, career opportunities that we get from our partners. Um, all you need to do is just go on the link in the show notes and sign up for the Market Maker Daily Newsletter. And then, yeah, please do feel free to, to rate the show, share it with a friend, the podcast. It'd be amazing to get it out there to as many people as possible and have yourself a fantastic long weekend if you're in the UK and I'll see you for next week's episode as per normal as peers. All right, take care. See you next time.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 